Hi, this is Lucia with The Art of Love. I'm a dating and relationship expert specializing in helping you get your ex back. Today's video is titled, You Must Ignore Your Ex If You Want Them Back. And it is actually a follow-up to a previous video titled, Do Not Respond to Your Ex Until You Listen to This, where I reiterated the fact that you must not respond unless your ex says something significant. And a woman who listened to me <laughs> and did just that has a success story that she was nice enough to share. And so I'm going to go through that and comment on that. And you will see why it's best to wait to respond. But before I do, I want to remind you to be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any future videos. And while you're at it, tap the bell icon so you'll be notified when a new video is up. And check out my new book, No Contact Secrets. The link is below, and that is nocontactsecrets.com, where you can also read two free chapters. So before I start her story, I actually have a comment from another guy that times, ties in very nicely to this. So here is what he had to say. No contact definitely works in the majority of cases, but that doesn't mean you'll get your ex back. It just means you start to become attractive to them and that their ego is hurt. The real deal actually starts after the no contact, and that is where people screw it up 99% of the time. Well, I don't know about 99%, but they definitely do screw it up sometimes because they act too needy or too excited at their ex's messages. Yes, that's true. It's actually harder to respond properly after no contact than the no contact itself. And he has a point there because in a sense, no contact is easy in that you don't have to do anything. You just have to sit back and wait. It's hard on you mentally and emotionally. That's the hard part. But in terms of making decisions as to, well, should I do this? Should I do this? No, just sit back and chill. The hard part is actually when they contact you, do you respond? Do you not respond? What do you say? What do you not say? And I've done many videos on this. And now I have one more. So let's get started. She says, let me start by saying, I've been listening to you for close to two years now. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. For the past year and a half, I've been dating a guy who I fell pretty hard for, and he fell for me also, but I could never get him to commit wholeheartedly. I guess he didn't love me enough to make the commitment I wanted. No, it's not that he didn't love you enough. And that's what always women think. Oh, if he just loved me enough. No, he also has to be ready, has to be in a place where he's capable of committing and the interest level has to be high. So it's not about love. You know, what's love got to do with it? <laughs> he traveled a lot, so his travel would often be the excuse for not fully committing. That's true. It's just an excuse. Because I loved him so much, I put up with a lot of him taking me for granted in different ways. And that's why he continued to take you for granted because we teach people how to treat us. And so when you quote unquote love someone, you let them get away with a lot and they start to take you for granted. So it's a vicious cycle. It was always so hard for me to walk away because of the chemistry we had and how he made me feel when I was with him. Well, chemistry is just mother nature telling you that you can procreate with this person that the combination of you two together would create a good human being. That's all the chemistry is. And people think, oh, well, there's chemistry, so I have to put up with everything and anything to be with this person. No, it just means you can have a baby with them. That's pretty much all it means. 
Okay, probably a dozen times, I would temporarily walk away and completely cut him off. And each time he would come back begging me not to leave him alone. And each time I let him back in. And I bet that you never asked him the six questions that you used to ask an ex when they want to get back together, which I've, of course, done a video on that. And as you can see, this is a temporary band-aid because you had to do it six times and nothing really changed. He would just beg you to take him back. You would immediately take him back. And then after a few weeks, he would go back to his regular behavior. And this is why fake breakups don't work. She says, I know this is childish of me to keep doing this and tolerating this. Well, it, it's not so much childish as it is ineffective. I don't care if something is childish. Hey, I'm all for childish. <laughs> as long as it's effective, but it's not effective. So there's no point in doing it. And she continues, but I love him and was trying to make him change. Now, let me repeat that again for those of you that missed that sentence. I love him and I was trying to make him change. Girl, if you love someone, you're not trying to change them. But the fact is the chemistry was intoxicating. So you needed him to behave in a way that reassured you that he would stick around. And when he didn't behave that way, you were trying to change his behavior. So again, what has love got to do with it? She says, which never worked or only worked for a short period of time. This toxic pattern has been going on for a, a year now. That's a long time. Fast forward to this past March, he moved to another state for work, which crushed me. With him leaving, he still would not commit and still left me hanging on. Well, he didn't leave you hanging on. You chose to hang on. See, we always blame other people for the things we're willing to tolerate. Well, he did this to me and he did this to me. And he well, <laughs> you didn't have to hang on. You could have just said, all right, well, you're leaving. So goodbye. So, you know, this isn't about being on his side. This is about looking at your actions because you can't change other people. You can't, you can only control yourself and change yourself. And in changing and controlling yourself, you change and control others. Moving on. So not knowing where our future was going or if we even had a future. In the very beginning of May, we got into it about some sneaky behavior I suspected from him. And so we asked her, well, what do you mean by sneaky behavior? That's a very vague term. And she said, he was being very weird about his response times to me. He was always very consistent with getting back to me and responding right away. But when he moved, his response times got sketchy and out of the norm. So be careful with the words that you talk to yourself with, like sneaky and sketchy. No, he just was respond, taking longer to respond. You know, why is it sneaky and sketchy? It's You're putting your interpretation into it. Oh, he's taking longer to respond. Therefore, he's sneaky and sketchy. No, he's just taking longer to respond because of X, Y, Z. Doesn't mean he's up to something. Let's not ne add negative energy into situations now. Okay. So she confronted him on it and he said some rude and disrespectful things to me. And again, we asked her, well, what did he say? And when I confronted him about it, he basically came at me like he didn't care. And if I had a problem with it, that was my problem and not his. That's what I mean by disrespectful. Yeah, I mean... That is disrespectful, but he's also right that it is your problem. It's like, this is how I'm acting because you've taught him that he can behave that way and get away with it because you took him back six times. And if you don't like it, it is your, pro yeah, it's your problem. But luckily <laughs> you turned it around and made it his problem. So let's get to that part. At this point, I was truly in my heart fed up. I told him I was done with his ass, but this time I blocked him on WhatsApp and on my iPhone. 
We remained friends on Instagram, but I decided to deactivate my page. I just needed a break from social media as a whole. This time I told myself I was done and I don't give a damn what he says to me. This time I was not going to give in. Three weeks after that, I reactivated my Instagram page. I posted a picture of my daughter. Five minutes later, he sent me a DM saying he loves me and misses me and my daughter. I ignored him. I was still just so disgusted, even though I still love him. Okay, good. You ignored the first communication. Two days after that, he liked about nine of my Instagram pictures. I, of course, ignored that. Good. But we see some escalation here, which is nice. On day 39, so there were 30 days that passed between his second reach out and his third. Okay, so it's not always going to be consistent. That's where people freak out. Their ex contacts them once, then a few days later, maybe again, then they don't hear from them for 30, 40, 50 days, whatever, and they're like, oh no, I lost my chance. Like, no, 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 not necessarily. So on day 39, he sent me another Instagram message asking if I could please unblock him. I ignored that message too. On day 46, he left me a voice message on my work phone saying that he's not doing very well and asking me to please call him because he needs to talk to him. Talk to him. Talk to me. I ignored that too. Wow. You must have been really upset with him because probably at that point <laughs> I may have given in. Maybe. Just depends, right? Then two days later, one of my best friends called me saying that he had DM'd her asking her to please tell me to call him. And this actually annoyed me because I tried to keep my friends out of my business and they didn't even know he and I had stopped dating. So of course now she had a, a thousand questions. The next day I texted him and asked him what he wanted to talk to me about. He called me as soon as I texted him and I answered. I was in disbelief with how desperate he was. Now listen to this. He told me he was miserable and depressed and couldn't sleep. He was very sorry for not committing to me and for the way that he treated me and the neglect that I was shown. He said he was ready to do whatever it took to make things right with me and that he realized I was his soulmate. And look at what made him realize it. The no contact. Leaving him alone and then ignoring his messages when he first reached out. He kept asking me if I still loved him, but I told him now I wasn't sure how I felt anymore, even though I was still madly in love with him. Way to, way to go, girl. <laughs> That's the way to do it. He also said that he wants to buy a house and move me and my daughter in with him. He and my daughter have a great relationship, but of course he would have to do some major proving to me before I would even consider something like that. Good. He's fully all in now and said he's totally ready to commit and he doesn't care about the distance. Oh, now he doesn't care about the distance. Before he was a problem. <laughs> now it's suddenly not a problem, right? Because of his track record, I told him that I need to take it slow and build my trust in his actions. He said that he's willing to do whatever it takes. It's only been two weeks and I'm going slow, but his actions toward me have done a total 180. That's great, but it has only been two weeks, so I would suggest that you not make any major moves or decisions for at least three months. That's right, three months. He needs to be consistent over three months. Anyone can be consistent over two weeks or one month, but let's see what happens after three. He's so sweet and loving toward me and is going out of his way to make sure I feel loved and comfortable. That's fantastic. I want to write to you, Lucia, in response to your recent don't respond to your ex until you listen to this video as confirmation that really, truly not responding until they say something substantial and 
show some significant effort is the only way to really show your worth and see the changes in your ex. I know for a fact that I had I just responded to him anytime he reached out, I wouldn't have gotten this outcome. That's right. If you do like some other coaches say and always respond, I also agree you would not have had this outcome. He would have continued to string me along and my value in his eyes would have continued to go down. I appreciate you for your knowledge and for sharing it with us. I remember in one video you said you just have to step out on faith and stick to no contact. That's right. At some point you have to have faith that it's going to work. This time that is what I did and you finally stepped up. Thank you so much and please continue to share your gift and advice with us. I will. I will. So I hope that has convinced you <laughs> for you doubters out there still that you don't just pick up the phone when you hear from your ex or, or respond to a text unless something substantial is said. And you know what? For the most part, the first time they reach out, they probably won't say something substantial. So if you've received a text or a call from your ex and you're wondering if you should respond, comment below with what it is and I will tell you whether you should respond to it or ignore it. Thank you so much for listening. And if you would like a private coaching session with me, you can contact me at theartoflove.net. The direct link is below and we will send you the rates. If you are listening on YouTube, remember to like, share, and subscribe. If you're listening on iTunes, I would appreciate if you would rate and review the podcast. And finally, remember that love inspires, empowers, uplifts, and enlightens.